Hello folks and welcome to Chiang Mai is Blue, your independent Chiang Mai FC podcast with me Rob Scott and with Simon. Hello everybody. Um, bit to get through this week. Uh, we are recording on a Sunday as opposed to midweek, uh, largely because we it's an international break, there are no games this weekend, and we use midweek to record our extended interview with Carlos Pereira, one-time head coach of uh, Chiang Mai FC back in 2018-2019. Uh, uh, Carlos is a lovely guy. Uh, we cut the interview into three parts. Life pre-Chiang Mai, life in Chiang Mai and life after Chiang Mai. If you have a chance, do give it a listen. Uh, Carlos is sensible. He's worth listening to. He's had a remarkably interesting uh, career. Carrying on the work of his uncle, Carlos Alberto Pereira, who is one of the legends of Brazilian football, which just makes Carlos junior for want of a better description a really interesting person to talk to so we enjoyed that uh, i hope you do too moving on supembury was the 12th of september i was way too sick to go to this so left it to simon who will now give you his full detailed match report which is not a match report at all you asked me to do one i said no then you said make some notes put them on the voice recorder thing on your phone and send them to me on an mp3 and then we can do it it was like no so i did nothing i went and i just watched it as a fan and i've not done that for a long time and didn't take any notes wasn't focusing on anyone or studying anything and it was bloody great fun it really was um so to start with albert and Ivan the Terrible, you must be over the moon, mate. Brilliant. So, so, so good. Well done. Um, like I said before, I was expecting that after the international break. So I, I'm over the moon. We're still top of the league. I thought... Simon. What? What was the score? 2-0 to us. OK, thank you. Oh, don't, you've got me worried now. Look, you've got me all flustered. And <laughs> Most important part of your match report. <laughs> yes, that's it. It wasn't a match report. It was me <laughs> watching football and I enjoyed it so <laughs> Leave me alone, you, you know. Right, okay, so that was that. Couple of slight observations, because I'm still giving them time to settle in. I was surprised that Posri and Tuan didn't start. Um, and then it came as no surprise after Tuan come on, he scores. It's brilliantly predictable. Love him to bits. Um... I thought Farhar was absolutely excellent. That was his best game by far. Very, very impressed. So well done there, young man. What else? I think the ref was good, as we're always saying bad things about him. That was good. Um, I thought we played really well. Another observation. Farhar and two defenders in the six-yard box, taking a short goal kick. Can someone please explain to me what all that is about? Because it's completely bloody meant. Why would you do that? Especially us, because we're really, really crap at that. Um, what else? Oh, oh, injuries I'd like to mention, because I've done enough of that match report stuff. How is... Sh- Charles. Charles. Charles, Charles Change your name, please, Mr. Shapwee. Um, any news on him? Not from me. 
and also we've got no other than the fact he's exercising and he's down in Bangkok and he looks like he's getting much stronger I don't think he'll come back for the game at Kanchanaburi I'm not sure he should because I think as we'll discuss later that could be a fairly physical encounter yeah and as I said last week when he's fit to come back come back the week after otherwise yeah. it could go wrong for his leg um Let's go back to the game because Sorry, I, I know you don't I want. To, I don't. I know you don't want to do the match report, but let's go back to the game because I did sit at home and watch it, which is a completely different experience. Uh, partly because you don't, you don't see everything. The, a lot of it, a lot of the TV footage is in close up, and you don't see what's going on off the ball and the running and the movement off the ball. Uh, Piacenok, of course, was out uh, with a after his suspension the previous week at prayer. Uh, so Sarawak moved into central defence alongside Nakulkit, leaving Natiyot and Tamiyot as the as the fullbacks. And I thought it worked. I thought they, I thought the the back four looked mostly reasonably solid. Yes, the only it just took a while to settle down. Yeah, the only thing I would say is we look a bit more secure when. P boys playing. Yes, um, I think because we've been rather impressed with uh, Nicole Kit, we seem to forget about P boy. Yes, yeah, so he that's still fair. does an Mr. excellent Mr. job, Mister Consistent. Yeah, uh, I, the opening, the, the game was sort of the opening ten minutes. It, it was it, fantastic. It was, wasn't cra- it? It, it was crazy. <laughs> I mean, it was like both teams wanted to gift the opening goal to the to the opposition. Um, Amontet blasted over the crossbar. Obama, I love a great name for a central defender, uh, took a huge swipe at a clearance, uh, just a fresh air shot, gifted the ball to Yu, Yu Byung Su, who, who guided it just the wrong side of, of, of the upright. Oh, you would have put the mortgage on you scoring yeah. that. I mean, and, and literally everyone was up in the air cheering yeah. before we realised it had gone wide. I'd like to know actually how wide it was. We haven't yeah, actually had a tell. view yeah. of that. But it's what he does isn't he he would get the ball and he would take it towards the goal and try well, and what's score. always so good is his first touch because he gets the ball under control very quickly and then just move, moves on goal he's very direct and then you may have mentioned this but another thing that's so impressive with him is when he chests it yeah the control he yes. gets from chesting it either a little dink yeah. onto yeah. someone or it is and for a big lad yeah. that's, that's no mean feat he it's like he's got Velcro on him, but the ball just sticks. Um. Now, we're still in the first ten minutes, and after Byung-Soo's miss, the ball goes straight down the other end. Sarawat tries to head a ball which really wasn't there to be headed. It was there to be hoofed as far and as long as possible, uh, preferably into the stands. So he, he gifts the ball to Danison, into the, who, running into the penalty area. Uh, he's got two... Two of Supenbury at forwards to pick out uh, around the twelve yard around the penalty spot. Uh, fortunately, he picked out the wrong one. He picked out Panapong, uh, whose shot was decently struck, but way too close to Tamiyut, who threw out a leg to turn the ball away. It was, it was great goal line defending. Oh no, that really was fantastic. That, yeah. That's what you want for your defenders. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going down there. I'm going to stop the ball if I get hurt or anything happens. I don't care. No 
Excellent, excellent. That's what you want from your depending. Now, if that had gone in, how different would the game have been? Because instead, we go back down the other end. It's that sort of first 10 minutes uh, and a very clever header from David Cueva, uh, turning the ball into the space on the left-hand side of the penalty area uh, for, for Im Chang-kyun. Im, Im, Im is then, Im is, Im is tripped as he runs into the penalty area to take a return pass from you, but the referee doesn't blow. Um, either didn't spot it or was sense playing a sensible advantage and that gives a Carowin time to slot the ball home from about 12 yards tidy finish well again a Carowin just scores yes he can play the whole match he will do nothing wrong but you just don't really know he's there but then if he's got a chance he scores and with you as well we're really happy with our centre forwards I think we've said before with the Carolyn one of the things he does do by his sheer presence is he creates more space for the people around him particularly for you Byung Su yes Uh, and that's why as a partnership they may not be the fastest kids on the block but it does seem to work yes yeah we discussed this before I mean I'm the majority of games I would be in favour of not playing them both at the same time because I prefer speed and but just hats off to both of you gentlemen so impressive the speed came down the flanks because one, one thing that uh, that that the coaches had decided was that Stenia would hug the left wing uh, and that Amontep would hug the right wing and they didn't uh, and they basically stayed where they were supposed to be traditional wingers yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's actually it's, fun to watch yeah, it, was it, was, it was it was four up front basically and as traditional wingers against a pretty pedestrian Supenburi back line, uh, it it was a tactic that that worked. I, I liked it. Yeah, I, I, I'm more than happy when we play like that. Um, talking of David, David was in the game a lot more, mm. um, and that's nice to see. Um, well, it's basically just a two-man midfield. If you've seen four across the back, it's it's David and Im Chang Kyun in, in the in oh, midfield. Oh, he, he had a great game. Yeah. A game or two ago, he was a bit wobbly, but he had a tremendous game. You said that you think he needs to start scoring. I'd like him to. Which I agree with as well. But he's dead keen to shoot now, so I'm just thinking his score soon and it'll be another one of his lumped ones. Now, another reason for my current sort of... Yu Byung-su fandom. Fandom? Fandom? Anyway, uh, he took a lot of abuse uh, against Supenburi, and he just goes up and says, I'd like some more of that, please. Uh, he, he has a big gash in his head, presumably in Clash of Heads. The television, again, wasn't helpful because it missed the incident completely, uh, and all we got to see was, was, was lots of red blood all over the place. And, it was uh, right on the other side, yeah. and in real time you see it and he thinks oh, what's happened there something in the head didn't look nasty you're playing football no, you're presumably, all going to presumably accidental yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but as we <laughs> said before he's made of concrete he's yeah. just a really hard bugger you wouldn't steal his ice cream would you no the referee did miss a challenge by Panapong on, on Yu byung Su, which was studs high and not very nice uh, that one clearly hurt but I suppose in fairness to the referee, you're not going to see them all. He did book Rappy Pat, who had been on the pitch for less than 30 seconds for a similar challenge. Uh, as I said, byung took some took some abuse, but gets up and comes back and says, I'd like some more. Uh, we did get the return of Yuki Bamba. He's still wonderful, isn't he? He's so good at football and certainly 
37 years old. He, he's brilliant. He essentially organises them and sets them off. So, brilliant. I Th- 37, 37 years old, doesn't look like he shaves, has as much <laughs> energy as he probably had when he was sort of seven years old. I mean, it, 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 it's remarkable sort of longevity uh, of over 10 years in, in Thailand. And, and still the go-to player for Sir when they want to try and get something started. Yes, so if he was not playing, they potentially would struggle to get the ball going forward well. Yeah. Because who would do it for them? Yeah. They're not... I mean, and, and I suppose the one thing missing in this game for Sir was that link-up between Bamba and Gustavo up front. He is their leading goal scorer, but he's one of these ones he blows hot and cold and Fortunately, against Chiang Mai last, uh, last weekend, he was blowing pretty cold. He had a shot in about the 94th minute, but there wasn't a lot more to it than that. I think we were lucky that we played them when their centre-forward had an off mm. day, which, which will happen to Akarawin, which will happen to you. It's a problem every centre-forward has. So I'm thinking that did us a favour. They just looked. I thought they looked. I think I, said, you, I, I thought they looked lethargic. Yeah. Uh, and sort of lacking in ideas, creativity. And if they are going to challenge for one of the the promotion or even the playoff places at the end of the season, they're going to need some mid-season reinforcements. Yes, but then we could say that about everyone. Yeah, some more than others. Yeah. But yeah. Fair enough. I mean. From an angle of they must be really desperate to go back up, as we discussed before, because they're essentially a T1 team. So I think you'd want to bring in a tasty winger or a a number 10 attacking midfielder that could link up with Bamba and him. But then, they may not want to play like that. So it was a good, it was a it was a very welcome and a very good win, and we've only conceded two goals in the last four games. So things are looking defensively solid, uh, but we're still playing some enterprising football. And if you play two wingers and two centres, two two central strikers, or you know, a centre forward and a, and a number ten playing off them, uh, it's fun to watch. Yeah, I mean. In the interest of fairness, I thought we would lose 2-1. Hmm. I had my 50p on that. So to win 2-0, I think brilliant. And a, w- a word, I think, Simon, for, because of the way I had to watch this, for, for the TV coverage, because it was only a couple of weeks before the season started that the league was telling the clubs they had to arrange their own television coverage, that there was no TV deal, that there was no deal with AIS, and the clubs have, have had to respond to that. And the folks at CMFC, and, and in fairness, the folks at other clubs in, in T2, have done a sterling job in creating a product uh, on match days, which in Chiang Mai's case involves a, pre, uh, a, a pre-match preview, invo- includes post-match interviews, and includes decent rather than sort of rather than over-the-top commentary uh, and decent pictures, uh, all all on YouTube, all available on YouTube anywhere in the world. Uh, I was impressed. Yes, yeah, completely fair statement. My only worry would be, do the FA the Football League look at this and go oh look we left them to it they did alright so we don't care if we're not going to have it on proper TV next season I mean I'm sort of hoping that eventually it goes back to where it should be we start drifting back to 
Maybe. start drifting back to how we were. But in the it mean- would be nice for it to, yeah. to be on Thai telly and yeah. other places. In the meantime, well. what it is doing is giving career experience, working work experience to budding sports journalists, technicians, production staff uh, to go out and do live broadcast. And, and live broadcasting is hard. So good luck to them. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Um, others haven't been quite as, quite as good as I guys, but well done. Um, let's do the other results from the weekend quickly. Yes, hold on. Okay. Go on then, I was just looking at something. Uh, Simon told me to do this in my in my best BBC voice. Samut Prakant City 4, Kassitsart 2. Rayong 1, Kanchanaburi 1. Chiang Mai FC 2, Supanburi FC 0. My favourite of all. Nakhon C United 5, Prey United 0. Sorry Rob, 5? Do you mean one, five. two, three, four, five? Five, five goals were scored yes. against Prayer, so they lost five nil. So that means they're crap. Yes. Well, joy, everyone. Oh, okay, <laughs> sorry, okay. Mm-hmm. Right, brilliant. Okay, yes, no. Our, friend, our friend Rodrigo Marineo scored three of them, so we'd like to thank him. We'd like to say Christmas came early, and we'd like to say Prayer got exactly the kicking that they deserved. Lovely. <laughs> Couldn't happen to a horrible bunch. Uh, meanwhile, we still like the fans. Okay. Yes. Me- meanwhile, meanwhile, on Sunday, China won uh, Nongbua Pichai two. Uh, China continued to struggle. Uh, the team that are the form team at the moment: Lampang two, Chanterbury one, Swatcats four, Customs one, and Krabi nil, Ayutia nil. A welcome point for Krabi. A surprise drop point for dropped a couple of points for Ayutia. Uh, but Lampang are the team to watch at the moment. Yes, they've just been slowly creeping their way up and, and to be honest, they're up where they belong, where they're expected to be. Have a quick mention of Krabby, because we know I've got a soft spot yes. for Krabby. And I was, I just took it on the chin and said, well, they can be relegated, not a lot we can do about that. But suddenly it's like, well, if you can get three points, that puts you up to three on six points. It might give you a bit of a boost. And you was just saying about Krabby. They did, they did appoint a new manager this week, uh, Anon Bandasak, um, ex uh, Prey United and other places. One of the brighter young managers in Thai football. So I mean, he must like a challenge if he's going down to, to Krabby to try and turn things around down there. He also presumably has been told, A, there's some money, and B, go and find out. Find the players that you want for the second half of the season well good luck to him because as we know we like like crab it's a nice little trip it is absolutely agree now this weekend is shaping up into being a, a sort of footballing marathon uh Chiang Mai play down in uh, the opening game of the weekend. Chiang Mai play in Kanchanaburi on Friday night, uh, which is the 24th of November at 6pm in the evening at Kanchanaburi's, Kanchanaburi Stadium. Uh, Kanchanaburi, one of the promoted sides from T3 last season. Uh, head coach is Brazilian, Douglas Cardozo. Uh, came from uh, arrived in Thailand in 2010 at Buriram United and uh, played through until the end of last season, now coaching. Uh, they are currently 11th in T2, four wins, four losses, four draws in their 12 games. Last two games have been 1-1 draws, at home to Nakhon Rechisima and away at Rayong. They're huge. Yes, yes. Um, they're not very good. 
so but, I just want to start off with that. But yeah, because you've watched the, some of the highlights, haven't you? But they, they have to be yeah. fit and they have to be resilient. Oh, God, absolutely. Because to get two points from those two mm. games, yeah. that's going to make them sit down and go, yeah, we can stay here. We can... We cannot get dragged into the relegation battles. Their, e- their so equaliser against Nakon Rechisima was in the 94th minute after Nakon Rechisima missed a penalty earlier. We've so, been through that before, yes. that stupid idiot. <laughs> no, yes, yeah, so um, obviously I, I, hope, I hope we stuff them, but I think they're going to be fine. They're gonna t- yeah. There's something about them to get a point from those two games, haven't they? That's got to give you so much confidence. There's a couple of Chiang Mai connections. Uh, Chaya Prook, who used to, I think, wear 34 at Chiang Mai uh, and was here until last season, uh, is down there at number 22. Seems to be playing left of midfield. He was more of a left back uh, or a centre back when he was when he was with us. Uh, and also, but I don't know quite what's happened here. Louis Panami May, who was on Chiang Mai's books for the second half of last season, didn't didn't actually play. Or even make the the, the starting squ- the, the squad for match day, moved down to Kanchanaburi, and there's sort of sense of a whole new beginning. Um, only trouble is it doesn't seem to work out. Now I don't know whether that's injury or whether that's everybody's had a change of heart. Um, maybe we'll find out more when we're down there at the weekend, Simon. Yes, because it would have been nice if we'd seen him. Yeah. He used to play for us. Yes. So, so absolutely. Hope uh, all's well, mate. If you're listening. Yes. Uh, their, their centre halves, Park Park Jai Hyung, is Korean, one meter eighty-seven. He's uh, he also was at Chiang Mai, but back in twenty seventeen. Uh, Jefferson Souza, one meter ninety, uh, moved from Oratory <laughs> Youths in, in what, FC in Malta. What's one ninety in English? Taller than you and me. Yeah, well, <laughs> well my my name is very much But then again, it doesn't matter because Youths made a concrete. Yeah. So he'd be well up for it, and it looks like he enjoys getting yes. splattered. So. <laughs> Good stuff. Get in there. They have two Brazilians up front. Um, neither of these two are small either. Junior Batista arrived from EC Democrata in the Brazilian Regional Leagues. Jardel Capistrano has been in Thailand for a while. Uh, last season at Songkla and Raj Pracha. They've scored 10 of uh, Kanchanaburi's 17 goals this season. I uh, think they're a couple of important be... players yeah. for them because they're, they're actually really good. They're big, they're hard and they're strong. So if one of them is injured or they have a lapse in form, that's when you could see them come in a cropper. Now, they'll also have pretty enthusiastic support in the way that Mwankan United used to have enthusiastic support. They've basically picked up the mantle of Mwankan United, who were kicked out of the league for financial irregularities a couple of seasons ago. And... Uh, they share a common sponsor, um, the Dragon Solar Dragon Solar sponsor. Uh, oh, great! The so, goal, so that we could be in for a good atmosphere. The, the, there'll be, be over a thousand, probably fifteen hundred, because it's Chiang Mai. Uh, oh, brilliant! They they have Chinapong in goal. He's started every game this season. He was the goalkeeper for Wangtong United, which uh, again Wangtong Wangtong and Wangkan United. So there is. Um, uh, there are there are links there between the clubs, uh, so I think yeah should be should be a decent game and it'll be a different sort of game. I think you're going to see a one team that's physical, fit, and strong, and a, against a team that is playing for a little bit more pace and guile uh, and trying to break them down. Um, 
interesting, I think. Yes, yes, looking for, and looking forward to the whole weekend. Yeah, Cantonbury is always interesting. I think there is a bit more to going to Cantonbury than just going to watch a football match. It is, for me, the one place in Thailand where Western history, Thai and Asian history all come together in one place uh, that in many ways is remarkably sad uh, and on the other hand is a, is a huge testament to people's resilience and, and survival. Uh, if you have a chance to go to the, the war cemetery in the middle of the city just opposite the, uh, the, the rail station, please do so because it, it is quite moving. I've just got goosebumps while you were saying that. It, no, I think it's because we're probably the last era that can relate to the war. Maybe that's fair. Um, yeah. But you should go there. It's very uh, moving. Now, there are 6,982 prisoners of war who were, who were buried there. Mostly Australian, British, Dutch, but also from um, uh, some, of, some of the other smaller nations. Um, and also, I mean, of course, the saddest part of is that there is no such memorial to the huge numbers of ASEAN labourers who died building the railroad, press-ganged into building the railroad, uh, where the death toll was far higher and where there is no record of, of the casualties and their names and their families. Uh, but unfortunately, life's cheap in Asia, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Move on. Move on. Sorry, I figured you'd get a bit, get a bit maudling here. Don't mean to. Uh, but it's... It's one of the reasons for going down there a day early and having a look at the place. Uh, the other games this weekend, uh, which I should take you through, include Cassitsat uh, versus Krabby. Come on, Krabby. Come Get on, three Krabby. points, guys. Come on. Nongbua <laughs> Pichai versus Samut Prakan City. We know Phil's going up to that. Uh, enjoy, Phil. That's a heck of a journey. Yes. Uh, yeah. Now, Good here's luck with that, Phil, because, yeah, you might get turned over, mate. Sorry. Yeah. The match between Supanburi and Patia appears to have been moved to Patia. Uh, details are kind of hard to, to find out. Um, like it's hard to find out any reason for the move. Um, and it uh, kind of spoils the weekend because we were going to stop in Supanburi on the way back from Kanchanaburi. Anyway, uh, that does mean Supanburi play three away games in a row. Unfortunately, neither the Supanburi Facebook page or the Patia Facebook page have actually updated the, the fixture location. The change in venue is from the uh, Thai League the Thai League website uh, the Facebook pages of both clubs uh, still show the gamers being in Sipanburi uh, Thai League can be very confusing sometimes Chanterbury play Rayong and on Sunday if we're back in time this will be a game worth watching folks I mean, it, is, it is the other Chiang Mai team Chiang Mai United host Nakhon Si United currently top of the league by a point from, from Chiang Mai uh, if Chiang Mai can continue on the, the form they're in they could have a tough old game there yeah i think they would need to up their game and still could be in trouble because Nakonsi are really good and unfortunately it's a long way to travel isn't it here's the one thing that may actually work against them I mean, Nakonsi Tamarat up to up to Chiang Mai is I suppose if they fly it it makes sense but will valid they? statement but then all their games are a long way yeah, so true, I mean true. maybe a couple of months before the end of the season then it might start uh, being a problem for them but China play Lampang Ayutthaya the Swat Cats and Prayer host 
customs. Uh, uh, Yuchi of the SWAT cats. That's 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 a decent game too. Game, yes, that, that yes. will be quite interesting. And customs. Let's hope they can get a point. <laughs> At prayer, wouldn't that be nice? So that's our sort of take on the games played a week ago and uh, on the games coming up next week. Uh, there, we will be. We'll come back and midweek after the game at uh, at uh, Kanchanaburi and at Supanburi and then of course December the 1st mark it in your diary is the Chiang Mai Derby that's going to be brilliant isn't it I'm really Chiang Mai FC versus Chiang Mai United at the <laughs> Municipal Stadium on the again be careful with this it is on the Friday night uh, and expect traffic because it's rush hour traffic and it's because of the number of people that will be wanting to go to the game expect it to be pretty busy on the Sunday is the 25th anniversary party for Chiang Mai FC, being hosted by our owner consent at what he wonderfully na- has, uh, has named the Chiang Mai FC Yard, which is, I think, a great name. For, yes, we like, uh, that, uh, we like that, which is about the only thing we do. So, that's my it, list. What's on it, yours? Uh, right, okay, we carry on from there. So, the shindig's going to be great. The thrashy band are crap, but the other one, Pity Whatnot, excellent. I went to YouTube and played like a compilation, greatest hits. Bloody excellent, really enjoyed that, so looking forward to that. Um, where shall I start? Injuries. We still don't know how Suchanon, Sarawin and Chicka are. We assume Chicka's long-term, unfortunately, but that's an assumption. Um... Secret friendlies. <laughs> Gotta be honest, they get right on my <laughs> boobies, as I'm not allowed to say tits. Um, so, can someone explain to me why this happens? Again, not just with us, with all the other teams. Um, Probably because it has something to do with licensing at the ground, because you don't want to have to incur the costs of security and everything else if people are invited to come to effect what is basically a, a sort of friendly between the clubs. I didn't think of that, but I'm going to ignore that and say, why can't we come and watch friendlies? Because once 2,000 people in there would, would be Yeah, chaos. but there won't. It'd be me, you and a random passerby, <laughs> won't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in theory, because if we knew about it, we could go anyway because it's a municipal stadium and therefore it's a public facility. But Anything else on your mind, Simon? Yes, just a couple of small things. When Albert went Garrity at the fourth official... Brilliant! Go on, Albert, shout at him some more. More pointing and swearing. It was brilliant. Everyone enjoyed that, so well done. Um, Ivan the Terrible, I think you should do some shouting as well, mate. Um, And congratulations on a wonderful three points. Bloody marvellous. And a quick shout out to Pips. Have a nice time in Aussie land. And tell Grayson his shirt's on the way, and I will require a picture. And Grayson, don't let them cut your hair. If they try and cut your hair, tell them to speak to me. And I think that's about it. I have no idea what he's talking about. Uh, Well, I don't care. (laughs) No one does. (laughs) That's it from Simon and I for this week. Uh, We will be back on the 29th of November. Thanks so much for listening. It's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from Simon. Goodbye, everybody, and thanks for listening.